0: On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Dr. Tony Vallad. Dr. Vallad is an orthopedic surgeon for LifeBridge Health. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked On Orioles
1: podcast. For athletes of all types, both on and off the field, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health is a game changer. Led by board-certified physicians using state-of-the-art equipment, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health will have you back to what you love. To learn more, go to www slash sports medicine or call 410 870 7940. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all, from interviews to game reports to players, scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller.
0: Dr. Verlot, thanks for being here.
2: It's a pleasure being here. Thanks for having me.
0: So this is cool. I get to drive up to uh, Carroll County in, in the fall, early October is when we're recording this. The leaves are changing. The roads are nice. It's a little crisp in the air. Are you working out here all the time? Is this your regular place of, uh, of business or
2: Oh uh, Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing uh, all of my surgeries currently at uh, Carroll Hospital Center right here in Westminster. And then um, I'm seeing patients here in Westminster. And uh, I go down to Eldersburg on Friday starting in November. So I'll be p- seeing patients here in Westminster and Eldersburg. So,
0: orthopedic surgeon, got to be a busy guy. Um, But you're not from around here in Carroll County, are you?
2: Uh, Not originally. So I was born in the D.C. area. My parents moved jobs up into the Philadelphia area. So I actually grew up in South Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia.
0: And I'm guessing that's where you went to high school? Yep, that's correct. What high school was it? Moorestown High School. Morristown High School. Do you remember the mascot at Morristown?
2: They were the Quakers, uh, the Fighting Quakers, which is kind of a hilarious mascot in and of itself. Is that an oxymoron? It absolutely is. <laughs> what sports did you play, sir? Uh, so I played football for five years. I wasn't that great. I played volleyball in high school as well. I was much better at that. And so uh, I took that further on in, uh, in life. So my daughter is a volleyball player.
0: Uh, she actually just ended her season. Unfortunately, when, when you have a league... Only one team finishes with a win. <laughs> that was not her team. The playoffs are still going on. But volleyball, I love the fact that you can be enthusiastic and energetic, and you're 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 more competing with yourself, and I think, than the people on the other side of the net. How was your volleyball experience?
2: Uh, I love volleyball. I play both uh, doubles on the beach pretty frequently, uh, where it's only two people on the court. And then indoor is a lot of time. That's sixes, and that's what I played in uh, both high school and college. Um you know, it's definitely a team sport on the sixes side, whereas it's more individual on that double side. But I love them both, and I, I still play to this day.
0: I like to ask people about scouting reports. Uh, if there was a coach that was looking at those fighting Quakers, and they're like, oh, there's this kid Tony on the other side of the net. we got to look out for him because he's going to do this. What would they say about you as a volleyball athlete?
2: I don't know how much scouting there is in the high school uh, South Jersey volleyball scene, but um, for the most part, other other coaches of the good schools down there probably knew about me and tried to alter their game plans.
0: Nice. I like that. That's uh, that's a modesty, uh, Tony. So you went on to college. Uh, you, get, you got out of the Fighting Quaker uniform, and you decided to go to college. Where would you go to college, sir?
2: Uh, I went to Cornell University in Ithaca.
0: Now, how did a guy from South Jersey end up in Ithaca, New York? Now, Cornell, that's an Ivy League school. That's a good school, yes?
2: Uh, it's pretty good school for certain things, yeah. Yeah. Um, Interestingly enough, I was pretty good at, you know, math and science in, uh, in high school. Didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life at that point. So uh, I, I knew engineers do math and science, and I knew Cornell had an engineering school. And uh, my best friend, uh, whose family owned a uh, landscaping company, all of his older brothers went to Cornell for their landscape architecture uh, major. And so I went up there a couple times with him, enjoyed it, decided to apply there, and got in.
0: It's interesting. You, you never quite know the path that's going to lead you there, and it's your buddy's friend, your buddy's sibling.
2: Yeah, that's right. I was hoping that he would go too, my best friend, but he didn't want to go there. So Did I ended he ditch up just, you? He didn't ditch me. He, uh, I don't think uh, Cornell was for him. All right,
0: Cornell, what's the mascot up there?
2: The Big Red. Okay, okay. You went from the Fighting Quakers to the Big Red. Not, not good mascots <laughs> in my lifetime. <laughs> not so far.
0: Did you stay involved in sports up there in uh, Ithaca?
2: Yeah, so I played for their uh, club volleyball team. They didn't have a varsity team up there, but I participated all four years there for club volleyball.
0: All right, so you're a doctor, so you had to leave undergrad, leave Cornell, and you had to go into medical school.
2: That's right. Where'd you do that? I did that at Tufts uh, up in Boston.
0: Tufts in Boston. Okay, so you're staying kind of east coast, New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts. Um, refresh my memory, medical school is a four-year program generally? That's correct. But then you're a doctor, but you still have to do an internship and some residency and stuff like that, right? Correct. Where'd you do those?
2: Uh, So those were done at Georgetown, so closer to this area. Um, Internship is lumped into the rest of residency, and that's a five-year program. So I went to Georgetown for five years to learn orthopedic surgery. So
0: just keeping up here, four years of undergrad, four years of medical school, five years of residency. That's right. Are you done yet? Are you still getting training?
2: Uh, I'm... I'm you know, as physicians, we're always training. So there's new things coming out every day in orthopedic surgery. So, you know, I stay up on the current literature and do all that stuff. But for the most part, I'm done with the uh, formal training.
0: I think I saw somewhere in your on your CV on the website that you ended up in Detroit for a minute.
2: That's correct. One year in Detroit.
0: And what, what happened up there?
2: Uh, so most orthopedic surgeons, not all, uh, will choose to do a subspecialization fellowship. Um, and so I went to the Detroit Medical Center and did a sports medicine subspecialization. Uh, and that's focusing on basically taking care of athletes at all different levels um, and doing specific kind of arthroscopic or minimally invasive camera surgeries in all joints of the body. Got it.
0: So now you're down here in Carroll County working for Lifebridge Health uh, doing orthopedic surgeries. What What's your basic uh, clientele? Are you seeing a lot of high school kids? Are you seeing adults? Are they weekend warriors? Or is it guys like me that think they can still play soccer and show up with a a twisted knee. What's your, what do you see down here?
2: Good question. It's really all of the above. Um, you know, my passion is probably taking care of athletes. Um, up in Detroit, we had an opportunity to take care of some of the professional athletes, and that's a wonderful experience. But most of the time, the majority of the athletes in America are high school athletes. And so I probably see mostly high school athletes when it comes to a high-level athletic um. People that I'm taking care of. A big part of my practice is non-athletic people who are maybe older, graduated on, and just participating in recreational uh, activities are people that I take care of, of course, as well. And, you know, love taking care of those people because we're just trying to get them back to pain-free doing the activities they love. Uh, And that's another thing I love doing. Uh, Older people who have osteoarthritis, a lot of times we can, you know, try to help them out with certain non-operative things. I'm, of course, a surgeon, but I try to concentrate on you know non-operative management first, getting people back to what they can do, and using surgery as a last resort, except in certain scenarios where you know surgery has to be done.
0: Well, that's good to know, because as a non-physician, if I was going to go to a surgeon because I thought something's wrong, I'm going to assume, well, a surgeon does surgery. That's what they do. And you're telling me that's not necessarily the case. You're going to avoid that. You're going to try to offer non-operative things first.
2: That's absolutely right. I mean, for a sports medicine physician, I don't think you're going to find too many sports medicine orthopedic surgeons in this country who are doing all surgeries on all their patients. There are a couple of very, very specialized people where that may be the case, but there are other kinds of surgeons you go to, you know, for example, like a cancer surgeon, where a lot of times all they're doing is surgery because that's what they need to do for their specialty. Sports medicine is not really like that. I see a lot of tendinopathies, a lot of things that may get better with non-operative management. All
0: right. Tendinopathy. You're going to have to walk me through that. I know a tendon attaches, hold on, I'm going to go back to my anatomy and physiology class when I was an undergrad, and we're not going to assign any dates to that, uh, doc, but uh, tendon attaches muscle to bone? That's right. Apathy. just some kind of disease of that tendon? Exactly. So, tendonitis would be a tendinopathy?
2: Yep, tendonitis specifically means inflammation of the tendon. Tendinopathy is more of an all-encompassing term for it, but for the most part, they're used interchangeably.
0: Would you describe that as one of the things you see? There's, you know, obviously sports muscles, bones, attachments are overused, overworked, or injured, so you're going to see injuries to that a lot? Yeah,
2: absolutely. So, um, you know, I take care of mostly knees and shoulders, but of course, I'm seeing everything all over the body, especially athletic injuries. Uh, a lot of people will come in with rotator cuff problems in their shoulder, um, and so rotator cuff tendonitis is a very common diagnosis that I'm seeing. Um, but you know, things like tennis elbow, Achilles tendonitis, patella tendonitis, these are different tendinopathies all over the body that I'm taking care of.
0: Very good. So not to get too far ahead of us here. So at what point in your, your life? Did you think this whole doctor thing was, was for you? I mean, uh, back when you were a fighting Quaker, did you say, I know I'm going to be an a orthopedic surgeon? Or did it take a little longer? Did you, were you up in Ithaca when it, when it dawned on you that this whole surgery thing's for me? I mean, obviously, medical school, you knew the doctor thing was there. But where, where along this journey did you decide to be a doctor?
2: That's a great question. And I'm going to give you a story of myself that is probably very similar to a lot of orthopedic surgeons in this country. And so, no, I had no idea I wanted to be a doctor in high school. A lot of people do. Um, When I went to college, I was playing volleyball and I, you know, sustained a shoulder injury to myself that eventually ended up requiring a surgery with an orthopedic surgeon. Um, I went to a guy in Philadelphia, very well known. He was actually one of the team docs for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, He did a phenomenal job, but I was able to get back to volleyball, uh, which was, you know, the sport I was most interested in at that point in time. And so, at that point, it was kind of a career-changing move for me. That was my junior year of college. Up to that point, I had not done any pre-medical classes or anything like that. And I said, you know what? I don't like this engineering thing that much. More on that later. But, um, you know, maybe I want to go try to be an orthopedic surgeon. You know, little did I know at the time, orthopedic surgeons are just engineers of the body. So a lot of my engineering training really helped me without the uh, or throughout my career learning orthopedic surgery as well.
0: Very cool. All right, so let's fast forward back to where you are now. In addition to your orthopedic surgery and uh, medicine job, you are involved with some of the local teams, high school teams in the area. Did I did I read correctly? You're a team doc somewhere or you're on the sidelines for stuff?
2: Uh, yeah, I cover sideline games for um, some of the high schools locally. Um, I didn't get started in here until about halfway through the football season, so I haven't been anyone's team doc this year, but uh, I will probably fall into that role uh, going forward. What does a team doc do? I, obviously, you're on the sideline.
0: Obviously, something comes up you're going to run over there, but they also probably have first responders there too. Um, what what does a team doc do on the sideline?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it obviously varies from different levels of participation. You know, you see people in the NFL go down with an injury. Usually what's running out there is both the trainer for that team and the team doctor. Um, so we work really hand in hand with the, uh, the athletic trainers at these high schools. Typically the athletic trainer will run out there and evaluate the patient and then if they need further evaluation on the sideline or, you know, God forbid, I need to run out there and do something to help them. I'm here for their, uh, you know, reference.
0: Is there stuff you would do in between games? Those are like consultations. Do you ever get involved? This may be a dumb question. So please excuse me, sports physicals, stuff like that. I imagine an orthopedic surgeon isn't that level of details, probably not needed for a sports physical, but how about off season or outside of games? Is there stuff that you get involved with there?
2: Uh, So, orthopedic surgeons all the time do sports sports physicals, pre-participation physicals, what we call them. Uh, A lot of high schools require that for their athletes. I think Maryland is one of those high schools, but I've done them throughout my orthopedic training for athletes of every sport, not just football. Um, So, we really focus on the musculoskeletal exam, um, and usually, you know, a primary care physician or another provider will focus on the heart-lung exam, things like that, where, you know, they have more training.
0: Are you still playing volleyball?
2: I, I So when I was in Detroit last year, um, I did play in a bunch of recreational leagues. I haven't found one down here, so anyone listening wants to show me one. That's totally fine.
0: So you were just in Detroit
2: last year? Uh, yeah, I you're, moved. You're a straight-up newbie. I moved from Detroit this summer.
0: Very cool. Oh, we got to find you a volleyball league.
2: I'm sure there's a couple around here. I just haven't found them yet. Can it be
0: co-ed? Is it going to be all man? Does no. it matter?
2: The ones I played in Detroit were all co-ed.
0: Yeah, very good, very good. So at some point along the way, I'd like to ask uh, the people that are here to, to give some advice. Now, I'm, I, I want to preface this with this is I'm not asking you for specific medical advice. Um, obviously, if someone has a medical question or concern, they should see their provider. They should go through the proper channels. The advice I'm referring to is more of is there anything that you saw or have seen along your many years of, of involvement in sports, either as a doctor or just as a person, where... You just wanted to, you know, tell everyone, you know, is there a thing, especially with student athletes, is there a specific thing that you've seen that you feel, you know, obliged to share with the world um, that are the parents being too aggressive? Are the kids not ready for it? Should they take their time? They don't have to know in high school. If there was a piece of advice that you could share, what would it be?
2: So... Again, for all the different kind of people I see, I give different advice to all of them. So focusing on the high school athlete, um, you know, ACL prevention programs have been developed recently with physical therapists, and there's a lot of good research showing that we can prevent a lot of ACL injuries. We'll see a lot of ACL injuries in specific sports, those being soccer, basketball, and more frequently in uh, young girls or high school-aged girls. Um, There's a lot of reasons, both anatomical and hormonal, as to why female soccer players end up tearing their ACL more frequently than something like a male baseball player. Um, and so in those high-risk sports, and I would say that's both male and female soccer, basketball, obviously football, um, you know, focusing on an ACL prevention program, um, which a lot of the athletic trainers are now doing, um, can really prevent a lot of these injuries. Um, from shoulder standpoint, and I'll just give one for the knee and one from the shoulder, uh, you know, you have these baseball players who come from a really young age, and I know that's really big in this area um, where they're young kids playing Little League, maybe even 12 months straight of baseball. Um, we know that much throwing on the shoulder can really alter their throwing mechanics and can really predispose them to injuries later on. We see more Tommy John surgeries now in high school and college-age kids than we did 20 years ago. And why is that? Well, one of the hypotheses, and not necessarily proven, is that kids are playing baseball year-round, whereas before maybe they were playing football, baseball, basketball, right? And we know that constant one-sport participation full year-round probably predisposes you to more injuries that are common in that sport.
0: That's interesting. Uh, A friend of mine, his son, played a fair amount of baseball, and at some point he specialized. He chose that as the only sport, and he was a pitcher. So if the son's the pitcher guess who's doing a lot of the catching dad was and at some point they had complementary inju- uh, injuries where the son's uh, shoulder and the, the dad's, I think it was his forearm or, or elbow that was bothering from specializing too soon and not varying it. That's, that's good advice. So if people wanted to reach out to you uh, or find out more about what you do, a good place to go would be the website. I'm sure LifeBridge health sports medicine. Do you get involved with social media or are you a big Twitter
2: guy or do you do any of those things? Uh, i 'm I'm, I'm not that great with all this new technology so i don 't have a social media presence as of right now uh, maybe we 'll build one up in the future we 'll see what lifebridge says uh, but I do have a personal email um, that you know I follow that 's just my like uh, gmail that I am happy to give out if anybody wants to contact me I can answer questions on that and that 's uh, dr sports at gmail.com Dr. Velot thank you yep
1: you 've been listening to the AC sports report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.